and welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together we are working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts have ever seen. Surprise! We're here with a special bonus episode in honor of Boxing Day, the best holiday ever. Um, <laughs> and we've got While You Were Sleeping. Hooray! We got you Bill Pullman and Peter Gallagher's eyebrows. Yay! Happy Boxing Day! Hooray! <laughs> yep. Yeah, Boxing Day is like, if you're not from Canada or places where they have Boxing Day, like I think the States, they just call it the day after Christmas, but we call it Boxing Day. It is it's like Christmas except no pressure because you don't have to give anybody presents you just get to like play with the stuff you got and eat leftovers and like play games and not get dressed and not get dressed or like some people like when we used to do it too a bit was like you go and like visit friends and neighbors and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so super fun super chill yeah Yeah. I like it and same with this movie it's so good I love it so much. Oh my god. So much. And it came out in 1995, which is makes sense when you look at the movie. But the thing that got me was it came out in April. Yeah, in the trivia it said it wasn't supposed to be a Christmas movie. And then they added it for marketing. Mm-hmm. But then it came out in April, so that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking the release date from the from IMDb yeah. stuff, but... I'm assuming that's correct. I have no idea. It's so strange. I feel like it... I mean, I saw it in the theaters for sure because I was 14 and... Yeah. Yeah. Had, you know, just gotten over uh, speed, basically. Uh-huh. I was like, who's this Bill Pullman you, you show me? Um, if Senator Bullock likes him, then I like him, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and next year, he's going to save the world from aliens. Oh, yeah so fun um i had to look up how old he was because i was like was he old enough to be president but he's like he's the same age as my mom he's like yeah. almost 70 yeah he's older than he looks and yeah it's like he's he, he's playing younger than his age yeah he was yeah. 40 when they made this movie yeah, yeah. and Sandra bullock was like maybe 30 i don't know um yeah she he's 10 years older than her okay so yeah it's fine yeah yeah, but I feel like this movie like maybe didn't do great in theaters, but then did really well as like a TV movie when it got around yeah. to it, or, like rentals and t- on TV that winter. Yeah, um, probably. Like, yeah, because it's one of those ones that like you think you're the only people who ever watch it uh-huh. until you talk to people and they're like, I thought I was the only one who ever watched mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, it's because it's low key and awesome, just like Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah. And nobody, they always talk about Sleepless in Seattle mm, or yes. something else that has Bill Pullman and it is about sleeping. Yes. But nobody ever talks about it, like on movie lists and stuff. No, exactly. But I don't know I mean, why. It is, it's amazing. It is amazing, but it's also kind of weird. <laughs> well, yeah. It's super weird. Yeah, so this is the one where Sandra Bullock works at the like train station. She takes tokens at the train in Chicago and has like a abstract crush on a guy um, who is Peter Gallagher, which, you know, fair enough. If I had Peter Gallagher walking by, I would also be fascinated by him. And then he gets like mugged and pushed onto the train tracks and she saves his life. And I guess somebody had overheard him, overheard her just like, you know, that sort of 
like when you have a crush of like, oh, I'm going to marry him someday and assumes that she's serious. And then he's unconscious and all, everybody, his family all thinks that she's his fiance and then shenanigans ensue. And then she falls for his brother, uh, Bill Pullman and more shenanigans ensue because he wakes <laughs> up and like remembers everything except for her. And yeah. And then she's about to marry him and then she doesn't marry him. And then she gets engaged to Bill Pullman and, at the end. And it's so cute. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so my first thought yeah. was mm-hmm. this makes me miss watching ER Chicago in the winter. I don't know. I know on the L and yeah. 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 And it's so snowy. We're in the middle of a minor snow situation here and i'm like oh so cozy and I know. crunchy yeah so who are your random transit crushes Ooh, i don't i haven't regularly taken transit for mm. a long time well no yeah like mine i'm thinking of like grade 12 but you, yeah. you drive, so yeah yeah there wasn't really a transit option for me in high school because um of where i lived and then i i drove myself and my siblings to school every day so in my mom's car Transit crushes? I don't know about transit crushes, but definitely, like, other sort of random people. It's not a crush, but I used to always see the same lady who lived in the building next door to me at the grocery store, and she Mm -hmm. was always really nice. Yeah. We'd, like, smile at each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a crush, but that's that's the most one I think... That's the one I can think about, like, especially when you're feeling, like, lonely in a big city. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, seeing the same people doing the same things as you all the time, like, is really reassuring. Yeah. I had a lot of those during lockdown. Oh, for sure. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the same people. Yeah, including, like, nice old ladies who always said good morning. Yeah. So that, like, that's always nice because you need to talk to somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I had, I have one transit crush that definitely sticks out in my mind. Nice. The most. Because he always wore gloves. So we called him my gloved love. (laughs) But like, not winter gloves. Oh. Like like biking gloves. Oh, okay. That's a little bit weirder. Yeah. And like, we were just taking the bus. Maybe he was a germaphobe. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, that's who I thought of. I don't even know what year that was, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Or like the people that you'd always see in class at university that like mm-hmm. you didn't, you never talked to, yeah. but like you felt like you knew them cause you like sat beside them or like behind them. Yeah, totally. And they're like, Oh, yeah. they're wearing that sweater today. Yeah. Yep. 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 For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was a guy, my physics class was like 400 people and yeah, there was a guy who had a really good like jacket sweater situation happening. Yeah. 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 Never spoke to him, but <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like an 8 a.m. physics well, yeah. 100. Oh, I'm not talking horrible. to anybody, even my no. best friend that I sat beside. Yeah. Also, it would break the spell. Because what if they were weird? Oh, I'm sure they were weird. <laughs> I was weird. Everybody was weird. Um, exactly. Yeah. No, but like, it's true. It, it's very much like a city thing. And especially like it comes out that she, her mom died when she was young. And then her dad, she was looking after her dad while he was sick. And they'd moved to Chicago for like his medical care. So she wasn't even like from the city and then she's all alone at Christmas and just kind of doing whatever job she could get because she probably had to like sort of sacrifice her dreams Mm -hmm. to look after her dad so yeah so she doesn't really have any friends other than like her boss and then she has like that co-worker that she's friendly with yeah yeah but 
so you know like the fact that she like gloms onto the regulars that she sees at her work like totally makes sense it does yeah yeah i mean she kind of it it gets away the lie gets away from her (laughs) quite a lot yes but yeah yeah i think because it's a movie and it's 1995 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they really lean into her being alone because she's single yeah but i was like she could get friends yeah. I know it's been like not even a year since her dad died, but she seems to get along well with people. So she yeah. just needs to put some effort into it, which well, I'm like, like, I'm not blaming her for, but I'm like, she could do it. Yeah, she could. Yeah. I, and I like, she's friendly her. with her, her neighbor. He's just creepy. Yeah. So, you know, she could find other neighbors who are less creepy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think she could do it. I think she's just extra sad. Yeah. And then because it's Christmas and then, you know, yeah. she's like stuck in kind of a dead end job and. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and especially when you think about, like, the people taking tokens at the train, like, that's not a job that exists anymore. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, like, when I say dead-end job, I don't mean that, like, she's, like, judging her for having that job, but, like, that job is literally going to get technologied <laughs> in, mm-hmm. like, ten years. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, like, her, her boss that she's friendly with, like, he he is supportive of her, like, as a person, but also, like, guilts her into, yeah, like, picking up extra shifts because she's single and what else is she going to do? Yeah. And, like, wants her to make friends, but, like, probably not that much because if she made friends, then she Yeah, because then cover... she wouldn't be able to work for him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, like, this whole thing of her working on Christmas, but then she goes to the hospital. So who's working? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like then what happens? Yeah. Well, it... I don't know. Yeah, I feel like something would have gotten shut down, which would suck if you're trying to get somewhere on the train on Christmas. Well, that's Um, the other thing of, like, there has to be protocols. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, like like an emergency stop button that you'd hit. Like, you wouldn't also jump off the tracks. No, like, like... I mean, she's lucky there was a place to roll to. Yeah, that train had a driver, so he would have had a radio. Yeah, like I know our here there's like buttons all over the station to press in case of like any kind of emergency. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, so, like our trains have sensors for when there's a... Yeah, I think like that's them. the thing of with the old ones, like Chicago yeah. and New York. Yeah, they don't sure. have, But they still have drivers, but that means yeah, that... Yeah, because our trains the here driver don't have drivers. stop the train. Yeah, that's... I mean, it does take a long time to stop a train, but you'd think if it was coming into a station... It would be stopping anyways, slowing, but then, yeah. or slowing at least. But she said it was an express, so maybe it wasn't going to that station, so it was not planning to stop. So then, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I feel like we're overthinking that plot line. I know. I know. <laughs> it's more of just like, why isn't there any safety protocols? Yes, exactly. And I feel that like it's confusing. Half the point of having like a person at the train station is yeah. for safety. And so, she, like, in addition to, you know, being able to take tokens and I'm assuming sell tokens and stuff, like, you would think that she'd be trained on, like, safety emergency protocols because she's the person at the train station. Yeah. So that's who people yeah, so would that go was, to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So then she ends up at the hospital and it's chaos with Peter's crazy family, including the mom from uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, yeah. which was very confusing to me, even though, yes, I was like 14 when this came out, but I was still like confused because obviously like you couldn't look up IMDb. And so like understanding that Mary Poppins, even though it took place in like the 
tens or like yeah. 1900s wasn't filmed in the 1900s that was <laughs> i didn't quite have that level of awareness <laughs> so i was confused but then i got over it yeah i think for some reason it's just the same of like why is she how is she still alive although yes even though julie andrews is also alive like yeah i don't know yeah. why it just didn't work right yeah well i think yeah because julie andrews you'd seen in all kinds of stuff so she was like definitely an actor Mm -hmm, whereas mm -hmm. this person was like i'd never seen her in anything since mary poppins until i saw her in this and then and she's got you know a very like memorable voice accent and stuff so yeah yeah, she's great in this oh Um, she's amazing yeah um well we'll get to it in the tropes but um yeah she's a so-called sad cat lady like she has a cat at Mm -hmm. her house but then also, well, Peter Gallagher has a cat, but it turns out it's his crazy girlfriend's cat. But still, I was like, people who aren't single ladies can have cats. And people yeah. who have cats, or people who are single ladies, don't have, can to have also, cats. Can also, don't have to have cats. We don't have cats. Yeah, and they're like, they're, yeah, they're nothing connected to each other. Yeah. But because she has a cat, then you get to see some bad cat care including tinsel all over her christmas tree and then she puts tinsel on the cat oh yeah no because cats cats will eat tinsel and then it tangles up in their intestines yeah and then they die um yeah and then she also gives her cat milk which cats are lactose intolerant yeah stop doing this poor cat yeah keep your cat cat food and cat safe toys well also she has cat food there but it's like the shitty shitty grocery store cat food like oh no this cat well is that gonna... was all that you could get in the 90s as somebody who I know. had a cat in the 90s like except for the no vet other cat food. yeah yeah but i was like this cat is gonna get crystals if it if it survives the tinsel yeah 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 oh do you want to share your very po- important observation oh my god you guys <laughs> this is very exciting for the venn diagram of people who listen to our podcast and listen to buffering the vampire slayer yes Bill Pullman, in his, like, second scene when he's at the house in the morning talking to her, has a fucking green mug. Oh, just like Giles' green mug. Oh, man. And if you don't watch Buffering, you have no idea what we're talking about. But no. they're, like, those, like, jadeite, sort of retro, semi-translucent-y green mugs that apparently are now really expensive because they don't make them anymore and they're really fragile. But, yeah, they're, he has a green mug and it's great and... I'm sure Lindsay will put that screenshot that she sent me yes. <laughs> all over social media. So I, you, I watched it and then yeah. I just stared at the TV for a while and then I went back to take a photo. Amazing. Amazing. It's so good. Um, and if you don't listen to Buffering and you like Buffy, um, go do yeah. that because yeah. they're great. Yeah. So as like a female character who is in a movie in the 90s, she's like actually pretty good. Yeah, so it's interesting. Like, we talked a lot about Meg Ryan being creepy uh-huh. in Sleepless in Seattle. And she definitely is, not creepy, but she definitely has some issues with yeah. this. And the script was originally gender-swapped, and then everyone was like, that's creepy. But still, that yeah. doesn't mean it's, it's okay because she's a woman. Well, it's more forgivable, though, because it's, like, an accident and, like, a white lie that she tells just because she wants yeah. or that she like perpetuates. She doesn't really like intentionally 
tell a lie. She also doesn't intentionally correct anybody. No, I think then she just finds herself in a safe space. Yeah, she, yeah, she's in this, Yeah, so she finds this family that she finds this family that she loves and that love her. And that's just really what she needed at that point in her life. And so she, yeah, she just like feels really stuck because she doesn't want to disappoint them and she doesn't want to have them be mad at her. And yeah. 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 So she does own up to it at the end, which could be argued that she's doing it because that she's in love with Jack, not mm-hmm. because she feels guilty. Well, but I think she I think also, they could be both sides. I think it could, yeah, it could be both at the same time. And also like, yes, like, we might as well marry you. I mean, he says something like, "My family loves you, so I might as well love you." Yeah, I might as well love you, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, romantic." <laughs> um, so you know, like when it comes to the reality of like her standing at the altar about to marry this guy that she doesn't know, mm-hmm. regardless of um, of Peter or of Jack. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, I could see her calling it off separate from yeah. Wanting to choose Jack. Yeah. 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 Because then she doesn't yeah. go to him. She leaves. No. She, yeah. She goes back to work and quits her job and decides to go traveling, which is what she'd always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 So I think like if he hadn't shown up at the end, which of course is what we want, because that's where we watch the movie. Uh-huh. But she would have done all the things that we believe that she could do. She could have gotten some friends. She could have gone traveling. She could have gone back to school. Like, I think that she could have. She, this was her wake-up call to come back to her life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And being like, people will love me. I just have to go find them in a more honest manner. Yeah, and like not, to not be like sleepwalking through her own life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then he um, does show up and it's amazing. He does show up and it's so cute. But then, she, oh, the worst, well, maybe not the worst, but one of the like most hit you over the head with we're gonna put the name of the movie in this oh my movie. god it's and the, so her bad. like all of at the beat like her intro and outro like it's just so hammer over the head like yeah this is a movie about well you were sleeping and love and it's oh just really god. bad and i feel bad for sandra bullock having to have like <laughs> delivered that dialogue probably like in a booth by herself yeah <laughs> so awkward oh it's like didn't you just see me drive that bus? Yeah. Why am I doing this? I'm a badass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, so, when I saw this movie in the theater, uh, my, like, one part that made me completely laugh aloud because it was so absurd and had no business in the movie was the kid is riding on his bike, like the paper boy, I think, and like falls on the ice and bails and I just remember finding it so ridiculous and laughing yeah, out loud and also have no idea why they kept it in the movie but also loving it and then years later probably on like the director's commentary or something uh when I rented it on DVD one time uh it was like a blooper so like it was just supposed to be like a background actor riding his bike you know just like showing that it was the morning basically mm-hmm. the papers were getting delivered and then the kid fell because it was icy and they kept it in um because they it felt real i guess um but then it turns out that the kid actually like broke his wrist yeah (laughs) and then i feel bad no but it's also i mean yeah just like one of those weird parts of the movie yeah so weird i don't know but yeah i definitely one of those parts where you're like i know this isn't a christmas movie Mm -hmm. but which one right like it just it's not related Mm -hmm. to the movie at all could be in any christmas movie Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. Um, should we get to some tropes? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we talked about this first one already. Sad single lady with a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we have a convoluted plot point to get to the giant misunderstanding, which is the main plot point. So yes. the nurse hears her and thinks mm-hmm. that they're engaged. So she takes her in, and then the family comes, and then the doctor comes in, and he's like, why is she here? It's supposed to be family only. And he, like, has a mini temper tantrum? Yeah. So that somebody can say out loud, she is his fiance in front of his family. And I'm like, this is the yeah. weirdest thing. Also, like, how did his family get there so fast? I don't know. And... Like, if I was the old doctor and the young doctor came to give me a tender temper tantrum, I'd be like, go back and go do your job. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so yeah, weird. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then, obviously, a giant misunderstanding is the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. We've also had lots of movies where the main characters have no friends. In this one, yeah. we don't know that... Jack has no friends, but we know that um, she has no friends because she talks about it and she talks about being lonely. So at least in this case, it's not like, like she knows it's a problem. It's not. Yeah. It's not like she just coincidentally has no friends. Yeah. And can only talk to most other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which means that the found family trope is even more important. It's so good. Yeah. And they give her the present. Oh my God. Yeah. And like the the neighbor and the sister and oh they're all just so cute. Yeah. Ugh. So the boyfriend that she leaves, mm. who's Peter, yeah, is a douche. Kind of is less of a douche by the end of the movie, but because it took a coma to wake him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he has pictures of himself in his wallet, like Sears pictures of him like with tennis rackets. Yeah, it's so weird. Like headshots of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's a douche, but it doesn't really have any impact on things. No, like, she doesn't really know that he's a douche, because she yeah. doesn't interact with him that much when she, he's awake. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Oh, and then we have the, our good old wise old man, mm-hmm. um, who's the, the neighbor who knows her secret from pretty much the beginning, but then also I think really likes her and doesn't like wants her to yeah, be part of their family. So, yeah. and also doesn't want his, his dear friend's family like to be sad also. So he yeah. like hold keeps up the lie for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then falling in love quickly and go getting engaged before mm. going on a date. Like yes. they get engaged before they kiss for the first time. Yep. But they had at least like they'd, done date-like activities yes i feel yeah better about them than i do about a lot of other of Mm -hmm. these tropes Mm -hmm. but still just like what if he was a really bad kisser he would be he's bill pullman but still i know i know right and like then you like say yes in front of his whole family yep and then also like make out in front of his whole family (laughs) so like there's the neighbor joe jr who's very sleazy and Gross, but uh, and but he's also good for plot points of people misunderstanding her and like carrying the plot along and yeah, for sure, all sorts of things. It's, it's similar to not just because he's Italian American slash Italian, but the guy from the wedding planner. Wedding planner, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like always there and so annoying, but then he has like 
but he's, he says one thing and you're like, you're right. Yeah. 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 And like, oh, I thought, I thought you were engaged to, like, I thought you liked Peter. No, I like Jack. But like that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. He helps with all of that. Um, And then a big secret reveal at the end. I mean, it's not the very end, but pretty close. Yeah. 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 And like, also it's the big secret reveal is like, as she's objecting to her own wedding. Yes. True. Also. So, so it's like a high high stakes secret reveal. Yeah. So wedding at the end that doesn't happen. Oh yeah. Also one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. cute. Yeah. Oh, which is good because then she gets her good wedding dress at the end rather than her mom's like old fifties yeah. wedding dress or whatever. Or yeah. 60s it's not great. That's like kind of dingy color and not yeah. cute. Yeah. No, but then the other wedding, she is doing, like, a planned wedding. So then she gets a proper wedding dress that she chose. But one of my notes was, do you remember when French braids with a big bow meant your hair was really fancy? Yes. (laughs) That was what her hair was for her wedding. It's like, yep. 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 It's a big deal. Yeah, a big poofy poofy on top French braid. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so great. So many tropes because that's basically what this movie is. Yeah. Oh, so good. So it does not pass the Bechdel test because she has no friends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because she talks to her female coworker, but it's only about Peter and Jack. Being engaged. Yeah. 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 And like her finding out that she's engaged and assuming that she's pregnant and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sadly, no. But let's make some pie. Mm. Pie. Okay. First up, we've got... Oh, just Bill Pullman being oh my God. very charming. Um, let's call this like a solid 35. Yeah. All yeah. right. My mom always likes to watch this one after Sleep is in Seattle because then mm. he gets the girl. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, oh, man. Leaning. <laughs> and then also having watched this at like a formative time of like, yep. does he like me or is he just being nice? Like that whole thing of like, like a, a hug, a hug that you give a boy versus a hug that you give a boy that you like. Oh yep. my gosh. So much <laughs> leaning. So much head, leaning. head, like overanalyzing of hugs <laughs> as a result of this movie. So I'm going to give that a solid like 20%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they talk about Florence uh-huh. so much. And like this was the only movie. I'm like, is Florence exciting? Is Florence nice? Nobody ever else ta- ever talks about Florence. I don't know. Yeah, my friends who've been to Italy, to Florence, I know one of them really liked it. I can't remember who. Like, I'm yeah. sure it's it's very it's nice. Lovely. It's in Italy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's just a, such a random very, one. Yeah. It's good, though, because it's specific rather than just, like, yeah. Italy or Europe. It's, like... It's specific, which I think details like that always make yeah, characterization make better. And, like, if we knew more about Florence, maybe we would understand why they picked why? Florence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, what, like, five or ten? Is it five? Five. Okay. Mm, cozy sweaters. Oh, my God. So many. All the sweaters I ever wanted in 1995. Yeah. yeah so many sweaters. Um, Like, 20? I would go lower because the other one, the oh, next right. one is to be high. 50. So we're at, okay, so we're at 60%. Okay, so 15? Yeah. 
Okay. And then our last one is family members talking loud nonsense over each other, having this, like, thinking they're having the same conversation, but they're having multiple conversations. The I'm reason like, why this Ugh. movie is so good yeah, is this. It's yeah. just Because the it entire feels thing, believable. It's so believable. And then uh, Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman just, like, looking at each other, like, rolling yeah. their eyes while this is happening. Uh-huh. I'm like, you need good beef. Yep. I didn't say Cesar Romero was Spanish. I said he was tall. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh, getting... Nobody plays the clarinet Getting me emotionally anymore. prepared for next week <laughs> with my family. Because <laughs> it's so true. Um, okay, so we're at 60... So 25%? Yep. Yeah, that seems oh, about right. Good. It is good. Even at the end, he's like... Yeah. He's like, let him do it. He's like, he is doing it. Yeah. Oh, so great. All right. Well, what do we think is next for these two? I thought a lot about this one. Yeah. Probably because I like them so much. Mm-hmm. And I think so. Yeah, I agree. I really think, like, they really got to know each other mm-hmm. before getting together, which I think is a good sign. Yes, and they also both changed their life when they weren't together. Like, we didn't talk about Bill Pullman. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, he yeah. did. And not for um, each other. Yeah, he left the company. Yeah. His dad's company. Which, by the way, why didn't anyone ever ask the daughter? Right? She, they're like, he can't. She's like, well, I think she's, she's like, like, I can't leave because yeah. I know he would just be alone. I'm like, he has another child. Yeah. Yeah, she is a lot younger, though, so it she kind is, of makes still. sense, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he still have to change the company name because it was like. Yeah. Watchmits and son, but yeah, but it still bothered me. But still, yes. Um, so he changes his life to make his life better. Yeah. She changes her life to make her life better and to make and that is themselves... that has nothing to do with uh, with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I think they, is really important. Yeah, they take steps to make themselves happy and then get together. Yeah. Yeah, and all, and he like and before he knew any of that, like he'd already forgiven her for lying. So yeah, yeah. I think I think they have. High hopes. Yeah. High hopes. Good job. Oh, and then what's coming up for us? Oh, well, nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we... So, yeah, if you missed it, this was a bonus episode, but we are taking January pretty much off, but we'll be around on social media and maybe with some teases mm-hmm. of what's to come in um, the land of our Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. And then February is very exciting. And I can't wait for Stanley Tucci month. Yay! So be sure to come back for then. If you subscribed, then it'll just be there for you. Yeah. Waiting for you. So much Tucci. How can you resist? Yeah. And if you aren't subscribed, don't forget that you should subscribe to the podcast. And you can also rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, You can find us on social media. We're at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. Or you can go to our website, chartsandhearts.com, where you can send us your suggestions for rom-coms or tropes or other things that we should talk about on the podcast. Yeah. You can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash chartsandheartsclub. We do have holiday mm. with Catherine Hepburn and Carrie Grant and also White Christmas. Yes. There if you're still feeling in a Christmassy mood on this Boxing Day or Indeed. Boxing Week where you don't Ugh. know what day it is. Yeah, or... it's it's the week where nobody knows what day. Nobody it knows is. what day it is. So just listen <laughs> to podcasts. It'll be great. Yay. Yay, yay. Yeah. And let us know your thoughts on this movie if you have opinions about 
I don't know. How good it is. How good it is. And Bill Pullman being amazing. Yeah. And um, also Peter Gallagher is hilarious. Like So hilarious. Yeah. Do I like Jello? Like, this, he just yes. is so good. So good. So, yes. He just doesn't um, get a lot of action because he's asleep. For he's asleep in this movie. Yes. And in the meantime, mm, these mashed potatoes are so creamy. 